bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Okay, welcome to the Modern Eater Show. This is the place where we welcome you to listen to hyper local food and beverage talk. Uh, We talk about the good things in life here. Um, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman in the house tonight, all back together. Guys, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Brian Freeman looks great, by the way. I want to paint the picture. He's in. He looks like a 50-year-old, 5-year-old <laughs> that got dressed by mom and combed his hair and, and did the, the whole the lick in the thumb and put it in place because he's got an event to go to. So he looks really nice. He does look really nice. I really appreciate it. 50-year-old, 5-year-old. Why don't we say like a 40-year-old, 5-year-old? Why can't we? Why do we got to all the way to 50? That's a good point. Where, where are you going to jump right? Well, jump me on the AARP band? No, that's to make right me. Away. Feel better about myself, <laughs> okay. so that's why I do the fifty instead of forty. You guys did a great job last week. Thank oh, you. thank you. We missed you though. Upon you know. my absence, mm. and it looked like—I mean, I listened to a lot of the show from the beaches of Florida, and I got—I said last week while uh, while I checked in, I'm a fan of the show. It's oh, a well, great show we have here, even without your soothing uh, the soothing sounds of Greg Hollenbeck on the air. Ah, listen, I was on for a couple of minutes, but again, you guys just did a bang up job. Lots on the plate in house with us tonight. Um, it's a rare occasion. Usually, she's on the phone with us, but Emily Fletcher, our food editor of themoderneater.com, which is all, a lot of great material on themoderneater.com. As we build more and more and more, Emily, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. I know it. Uh, realtor by day and um, food lover and drink lover by evening, right? That's true. Absolutely. What What is the name of your uh, company that you work for? Can you say? Yeah. So I'm with the New Era Group at York Castle Real Estate. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I've been in the business for a while. I'm actually third generation custom home construction. Um, but I love food. I also grew up growing a garden and canning it during the summer. So these are kind of my two loves, to be honest. I really just put it together. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I'm ever in the market to buy any more real estate, go to Emily. I mean, that's what you want to do. She's, she put she, up the she's hard giving sign. us the she, love sign. She has. Yeah. She's we love great. You guys. Jay Parker here. I watched a, a video of I do hers. too. Uh, she open does house. A Facebook Live open house, which is just it's brilliant. You know, it's brilliant to do a Facebook Live about the open house because you see all these things open house on Monday, open house on Wednesday. This is the time, and you're like, I don't have time. I don't know what it looks like. I don't care. I'm not going to go. So, Emily, kudos to you for doing a Facebook Live and saying, hey, listen, I'm going to show you some fun stuff uh, and then come down and buy it. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, this is Brian Freeman here. I'm a big believer of people that embrace technology. And, and that's one thing that Emma, or uh, Emma Lee, <laughs> I, I'm thinking about Emma Nemechek because of the fact that we, we miss lunch with You're her. You're lucky. You get, yeah, you get out of jail free card because, uh, because that's of quick Emma recovery. Nemechek. Yeah, yeah well, you look you sharp. Know, I, I, am, I, I am truly thinking about her desserts because every time I eat her desserts, I, I it's off the charts. But more about Emma later. Back to Emily embracing technology and, and that's her community. so yeah and Putting them you know together it, it's huge what what community do you really enjoy a lot mm, when you say to community hi- community is to highlight showcase real estate um just what do you like yeah absolutely so i mean with in terms of community 
I'm trying to figure out how to say this in a radio appropriate way. I love <laughs> people who care, right? And so uh -huh. whether that's caring about food, caring about architecture. Today, the, the Facebook Live you were talking about, it was in City Park, and it was a beautiful 1896 mansion that has just been cared for immaculately. One of the neighbors who has lived there her whole life, like 60 years or so, said she thought nuns used to live there. You guys, how cool is that? I mean, again, we're talking about community. Mm -hmm. And again, whether it's food, whether it's homes, it's kind of all about that story, mm -hmm. right? Where did it come from? Um, how are people bonding over it? And I feel like that's kind of the, we, we touch all of that, right? Yeah. Whether it is in the real estate game or the food, who are we touching every day? Because we all work very tightly in this community and everything we today? do. Uh, fingers crossed. There was a lot of interest. I'll bet. It's what nice. we do. Can we, is it, can we ask uh, yeah. like detailed questions about dollars and cents when it comes sure. to that sort of thing? Yeah. Well, I'm just kind of curious on what something an 1890 something mansion goes for. Yeah. Well, so this one is currently listed at uh, $1,249,000. Oh, so it's a block she, off of City was... Park, you know? Um, but I mean, that's just one neighborhood. There yeah. are a lot of places to live in the area and, you know, yeah, up you and down the have, front range. You could have 15 of your houses in Aurora for that, Jay. <laughs> hey, first of all, let's, you know, let's not badmouth. Brian 50. Uh, let's not badmouth <laughs> the, uh, the Jay residents out there in A-Town. That's doing great things. J-Town and A-Town. In studio also with us, uh, J.P. Krause, President J.P. Krause, uh, Colorado Chef's Association, and just became a great friend of the show. J.P., welcome back to the show. Thank you. Man. Proud to be from A-Town. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Aurora. Yeah. <laughs> hey, pull off Greg's head real quick, you know, <laughs> vegan power. That's right. Uh, you guys, lots of cool stuff coming up. We, we mentioned a big announcement, right, last week that we were going to make. And as we iron out the details, I want to just give you guys uh, the gist of it, because uh, if you're in the shot of our voice, you'll be able to take part in this. And I think it's a really cool thing. Um, it's called Farmer at the Table. And anymore, uh, again, we just we really care about hyper-local, the community, not just going to a restaurant and eating delicious food, because that's everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, but, this, you know, and Emily says it, too. The story behind it, the people behind it, where they source it from, how we support our neighbors, um, the ingredients that are purchased, where they're purchased from. So with Farmer at the Table, it's going to be a summer series of dinners, seven weeks in a row, starting in July. And uh, seven restaurants, which we'll be announcing probably next week, which seven of those restaurants. But I can guarantee you this, these seven restaurants will be restaurants that care about what we're talking about. So as we talk about this promotion, in a lot of places, they might just sell tickets, tell you that it's locally sourced food, um, and leave it at that. We're going to show you where the food comes from. So myself, Jay, and Brian, we're going to embark on a seven-day road trip in uh, what we call the Ink Monster Mobile Studios. It's an RV that's going to be decked out with all of the things that we need to be able to bring you photographs. Uh, of farms and ranches um, to bring you videos of the farmers, to do interviews with farmers and ranchers, to do Facebook Live. So we're going to inundate this community with a lot of content because I'm a firm believer that more and more people want to know where their food is coming from and what it looks like. Visualize that. It makes the experience when you're eating your meal a little more meaningful and none better than Brian Freeman embarking on this journey with us 
um, which I want to mention will benefit the Colorado Chefs Association Apprenticeship Program. And JP is going to be very involved with this promotion as well. And we'll be writing articles, that whole thing. But Brian, owner of Growers Organic and co-host here on the Modern Eater Show, uh, the farms. Talk about the farm element just for a moment. Yeah, one of the things that I think is really exciting about this trip is we're going to be able to go around to, I, so far I've got about 21 farms wow. uh, booked for okay. us. Wow. And, it, and, and that actually does include some ranches. Um, it includes some aquaponic operations, um, some aquaponic greenhouses on the western slope. But, you know, we're, we're going to be able to see, you know, fruit on the trees because, you know, one of the, one of the first stops is going to be Palisade. And so it's going to be super exciting how we're going to be able to see cherries are going to be, you know, getting full, ready. Full on, yeah, right? full on, couple weeks out of harvest. Um, there might be some early variety peaches looking really close. But then there's definitely going to be a lot of greens and uh, veggies in the ground at all the farms that we're going to see. And so I, I think it's, it's really exciting because it, it's that whole thing that I've really tr- tried to do my entire career, which is bring the farmer closer to the people that are eating their food. Mm. Here, here. And, you know, and that it, it, that comes in a lot of a lot of ways. I talk with farmers all the time about the fact of why distributors are so important. Um, and it's it's the reality is, is everyone wants to get, you know, I I know how it is. Everyone wants to get it directly from the farmer. They want to hear the story. They want to feel like they got to touch the farmer. And not that I ever I ever want to stop that or interfere with that. But the reality is, is what a farmer does is has, you know, in Colorado, about 100 and 139, 141 days to get all the money out of the ground that they can get out of the ground in that season. And so the, the most important thing that they should be doing is not focusing on going out and doing deliveries or going out and doing sales. They should be focusing on how can they grow the best product with the, the most nutritious and the best product out there that's going to really be, be unique on the market because of flavor, because they care about it. And that, if they can focus on that. And so that's where I think the distributor comes in key. And that's why I think it's so important what we're going to be able to do at the Modern Eater to highlight these farms Mm -hmm. and really get these farmers in the spotlight so people can feel like they touch these farmers too. You know, and and maybe we can even get a few of these farmers at that table with the people the night. Absolutely. The night of the dinner, you know, there's there, it's going to be such a robust sure. night, I think, for for all the, the people that get to come, for everyone in the restaurant is going to yeah. have a great time. So if you're listening to this show, I, I know that you enjoy those same things, too. And I don't want I don't want to forget this element of it either. Um, not only with these farmer at the table dinners, will you be getting the freshest foods, the best sourcing? You'll also be able to connect with some other brands too, breweries, distilleries. Um, We'll have some kombucha for the non-alcoholic folks as well. So we really want to provide you that very hyper-local experience. So take a look out for it. This is just the announcement. Keep an eye out for the Farmer at the Table dinners, the Summer Series dinners that's going to be coming at you here in Denver, Colorado. And I'll tell you what, to be a part of this, you're going to be a lucky one if you grab a ticket to go to one of these dinners. Um, and go to all seven is what I would say yeah. to you. Go to all seven. Experience all seven of these dinners. Um, I can't announce one restaurant, 
because she's up next. Chef Linda Hampton Fox will be on the phone um, via telephone. I just said on the phone via telephone. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be on the phone. Nobody in, noticed in the next segment. I noticed. And I well, and, and Greg, I uh, this is Brian again. I told you I ate at Linda's place the other day. Yeah. And holy smokes, I'll. She's a chef that just is yeah. so consistent. I had a potato with stinging nettle soup. Yeah, the bindery. That was, yeah, the bindery was just incredible. She did uh, a la dulce crema for dessert that she just blows my mind well let's talk to her about it next also on the show um so em, uh, emily's here with us the whole show so is jp kraus um myself greg hollenbeck jay parker brian freeman linda hampson fox she's going to be at the bindery we'll check in with her next then we will talk to chef emma nemechek um from the omni interlochen resort uh emily sat down with emma and and wrote an article about her that will be on the moderneater.com. I think tomorrow, maybe? Is yep. that what we're shooting for? Yeah, shooting for tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, probably in the afternoon. Uh, bookmark the moderneater.com. Our uh, fairy gut mother, Carly Smith, will be on. We're going to talk about bone broth benefits and uh, some recipes. She's uh, got a great article that is posted right now on the moderneater.com. Uh, bone broth is the new Windex. I think it's just hilarious. Uh, why you should be adding bone uh, broth into everything. And uh, she's just a very fascinating gal. She'll be up at 7 o'clock. Mark Whistler from The Goods, another guy that's just hyper local. He's just fighting the good fight every single day. 7.15 he'll be on. Uh, and and we'll um, sit down, a more of an in-depth thing, uh, with President J.P. Krause uh, of the Colorado Chefs Association at 7.30. And then Booze in the News, we'll be tasting some beer here on the Modern Eater Show. Brian Hutchinson and Jason Stangle, uh, co-owners of Cannonball Creek Brewing Company. If that's not enough, I don't know what is. We'll take that quick break. We'll come right back. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path. Through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. 
JayParker.com. Hey, it's Jay Parker. You guys hear us talk about John Irvin and gluten-free things all the time. Listen to what our good friend, Chef Keegan Gerhardt from D-Bar Denver and the Food Network had to say. I want to give a shout-out to John, by the way. I know he's sponsoring the uh, In the Kitchen part. He was super gracious to us at D-Bar this past week. He brought by a bunch of his gluten-free goodies and some hoagie rolls and flour mixes and all kinds of great stuff. So, yeah, if, that's, if you have that need, that guy's on top of it. John is uh, super great. I met him thanks to you guys and the viewing party at Carrie's at Bardot. Yeah, he gave us the hookup. So I just want to say a big thanks, Dan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from Four by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. I just love that laugh. It's so contagious. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, uh, Emily Fletcher. Are, and we're, Emily, we're going to sick you on this gal. Our, Emily Fletcher is our uh, lead writer and editor of TheModernEater.com. Uh, Chef J.P. Krause in studio with us as well. Let's jump to the phones, you guys, and go over to the bindery. Here's the hardest working chef in show business right now. Uh, chef Linda Hampton Fox, how are you? All right, guys. How are you? We're doing good. You know what we do on a Saturday night, how we spend our time. <laughs> Absolutely. And we and know. You know what I do on a Saturday night? Yes, too. we do. Yes, we do. So we're all here in the studio. We wish we were at the Bindery. We just love the place. And um, you. you know what? It, just catching up with you is difficult. So I'm glad that we have the opportunity. Let's f- spend five or six minutes just catching up and what you've been up to. And the Bindery is just seemingly everywhere linda i just read so much about the bindery see so many great accolades um you're just it's really sticking it's doing a great job thank you thank you we have a big mother's day weekend here we had a massive brunch today it was super fun and nice service starting for dinner and also a special day planned tomorrow now your brunches are kind of like um just you hang your hat on them they're just you really love to to provide brunch for people right can you talk about your brunch yeah it's super fun um i think it's a pretty unique menu and it's very reflective of um, the variety of places that i've lived and worked um some dishes feel a little bit like spain some feel like france some feel like italy um and they're all pretty modern healthy and contemporary and of course, we're using a lot of great organic products from Growers Organic. So, um, yeah, it's really fresh and fun. And um, we take reservations, which is great. So people can feel that they can come and, you know, their table is waiting for them. And it's from 9 to 3 on Saturday and Sundays. Oh, Linda, this is Brian Freeman. You're so nice to give me a little plug there on the, all that organic food. But, uh, <laughs> of course. I was telling everyone I had that uh, potato and stinging nettle soup, and you know most people wouldn't even know what stinging nettle is, um, and and oh you gosh. are making something incredible. I mean, we know you don't really want to touch it with bare hands all the time, but uh... right. No, I love that soup too, and um, you guys are sourcing some great nettles for us, so it's lovely. It's just so nutritious and and beautiful. Uh, that's one of my favorite dishes on our dinner menu, actually. Is it? Well, there's so many good things. I was there the other night, and I was so shocked on how robust your menu is right now, Linda. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, that's um, our seasonal menu for the spring, and it's really exciting, I think, because once again, you guys have sourced such beautiful products for us. We, we're just highlighting what nature is giving us. Um, we're really not doing that much more to them because the ingredients are just so, so beautiful. I have to pause for just a moment because really that conversation that you and Linda are having right there, um, that's hyper-local. Right there, that's hyper-local. That's exactly um, what we believe in, and it's just so great to see these collaborations with you guys. Well, Linda really is an incredible chef. It's so fun to work with Linda because she takes, you know, she's taking stuff that, like she said, is so in-season, is so relevant right now, and just making awesome, awesome food with it. Yeah, we have this great dish. I'm on the expo line right now, too. So <laughs> that's, we love that. The team, that's what's going on. Um, yeah, um, one dish on the menu is that ode to radishes. And uh, you guys have just, like, given us the most beautiful product from those scarlet um, daikon and purple daikon and the black radishes and uh, watermelon. And it's just such a beautiful array of color and just an example of just the simplicity and um, freshness of, of a seasonal ingredient, what it can do. Well, speaking of simplicity, Linda, your your restaurant at some level is so simple, but is so gorgeous. And you're, you know, a, you're more than a, in a sustainable building. I, I mean, I think you're, you're working on your lead certification there. It's just you're, you're yeah. th- one of the most beautiful places in Denver, I think to have an incredible meal and you get to look at the skyline. Oh, thank you. It's great. It's really um, exceeded my my dreams and expectations as far as how it um, feels in the daytime and goes to um, a really elegant, sophisticated nighttime dining scene. And like you said, we've got that Denver skyline and it's just really beautiful. It's easy to own a restaurant, isn't it, Linda? Oh, so easy. <laughs> Always working. Where's my drink, bartender? I, I know. Uh, listen, we've just announced our Farmer at the Table dinners, and uh, we're so excited to develop these, and you're going to be play an integral role in this. We can't wait to just give you so many great ingredients because I know you love to play with those. Uh, you also had a visitor um, come in, who I thought was remarkable. I think that you should take a second and, and talk about who paid you a visit. Um, well, let me think. Who, who are we talking about? Oh, I think it was a famous musician, wasn't it? Is that who you might be uh, referring to? Uh, 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 yes, Melissa. Melissa Etheridge was in a couple weeks ago. That was so great. Yeah, it was a big surprise. And um, before she had come out to Denver, she Googled restaurants and wanted to come check out a female chef and what they were doing. And her and her wife, um, Linda Etheridge, came in and they had such a good time. They came back for brunch before they left for L.A. And she's actually back at the Botanic Gardens this summer. And um, she's planning to do one of our chef tables uh, here at the restaurant, which happens once a week with our live table in the heart of the kitchen. So it was really a great honor to meet her. Um, food super important to her. Uh, it's really um, one of her campaigns after having had breast cancer. She really believes in eating good organic foods, um, healthy, and was so enthusiastic by the meal that she had here. So 
And she was also here on a Saturday morning with brunch when we had the Go Box organic pickup for the neighborhood. And just thought, wow, this, this, this is so wonderful that we, we were doing so many things um, around healthy eating. She found the right place. Hey, you mentioned the Go Box. Could you just spend a, a quick second talking about that, Linda, as well? Yeah, the Go Box program is just this really wonderful community service that we're doing here at the Bindery. So we're a pickup point on Saturday morning for a program called Go Box that works through Growers Organic. And you can have these um, wonderful bags of organic produce every Saturday with uh, just walking over and picking them up. Um, order them online uh, through our website, through GoBox, and I think also through Growers Organic. Um, what are you doing? Why is she on the phone? This is Emily, and I'll, I'll jump in here. You know, I've been actually ordering the Grow Box since before the Modern Eater was in my life. I found you guys online, and it has absolutely contributed to probably some of the most creative and best food that I've made this spring. Uh, those dates, you know, I pulled those together in some salad dressing with preserved Meyer lemons. The Meyer lemons I got from a box in January. Best salads of my life. I mean, I love, I love, uh, I love those boxes. And I love that um, Linda and the Bindery has them because, again, it's such an accessible location. It's right around the corner from my office. And um, I think that's going to be my go-to spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying them, too. I love it. I just can't wait to see what's, like, in my next box. And, and then I'm just really great. That's so cool. Well, remember the name Emily Fletcher. Uh, she's our food editor for TheModernEater.com, and we want to do an exclusive article on you, Linda. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah, th- I, I think that. you two will hit it off. <laughs> I will tell you that right now. Uh, girl yeah, power yeah. all the way. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you for your time, Linda. Yeah, Jay says guys. hi. Happy Mother's Day weekend, and... Um, have a great show. This Jay Parker here. Before you leave, Linda, the only thing I've been thinking about since the whole I was I wanted to say, uh, come to the bindery. Is anybody? <laughs> oh, like come through my window? Come, yeah, come to my window. <laughs> come to the bindery. Hey, Linda, just an offer, but we can put Jay at the table uh, with Miss Esther. Yeah, you want me to sing table side, Linda, to your guests? I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> with that camera there, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Chef. Yeah, and Linda, happy Mother's Day because you are a mother, and thank you for everything Aww. that you do in the kitchen Aww, as well. Thank you so much. Someone asked me recently what was my fantasy Mother's Day, and I said, um, you know, really quickly all these things like, oh, go for a bike ride, oh, have a smoothie, um, drink wine, and um, I forgot to say with my husband, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do all these things on Mother's Day by yourself? And I thought, no, actually, I'm going to be at this restaurant for like 18 <laughs> hours. I'm not going to do any of those things. That's right. It's just a dream, Linda. It's just a dream. <laughs> well, actually, I can't think of a better way to spend our first Mother's Day in, at the Bankery. So I'm really psyched to see all our guests tomorrow. Could you give the address out, please? 1817 Central. There it is. Just hop right off of uh, I-25 there on 20th, right? Yeah. Thanks so, so easy and accessible and yeah. such great food. Absolutely. Thanks again, Chef. Okay. Thank you, guys. Yep. Have a good night. Bye. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Happy Mother's Day, Linda. Yeah. She sounds great.
Yes. More than a restaurant, too. It's a bakery and a marketplace, too. Just mm-hmm. throw that in there so you can you know, do more than dine. Well, you I'll tell you, she's open at stuff. 7, too, and so I slide in there all the way, mm. all the time when I go into the office. Um, and yeah. That's, uh, yeah. You sure do. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait to talk to so her and are. dig into that lead cert- the, the lead certification. Lead certification, yeah. Love it when people are looking holistically, right? It's not just oh, the yeah. food. It's environmental. It's her space. Uh-huh. Well, like the insulation in the walls, I found out is ground up jeans. I mean, she's it's jeans that you wear. Jeans that you wear. Yeah, yeah that they're cool. using that for insulation. They use its old recycled clothing. That's not a fire that they ground. No, it's not because uh, jeans actually. If you don't notice, they they really don't light that well, actually. Hey, man, listen, have you ever oh, tried oh. to light insulation on fire? There's no problem there. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. traditional <laughs> traditional insulation? Yeah, yeah. you can the, light Well, that. the old stuff that was like cotton, too. I'm going yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, let's catch up with J.P. Krause next. <laughs> J.P.'s laughing. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Colorado Chefs Association president and executive chef. I think it's remarkable. Children's Hospital. It's like, I want to say Colorado Chefs Association and president. Uh, but moreover, just the work you do at Children's Hospital, JP, it's fantastic. Let's catch up with uh, uh, JP Krause next, right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Soup's on. If you're hyper local and you like food, Eat it click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to the Bindery, Eatery, Market, and Bakery. Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampston Fox, owner of the Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland, France, Italy, and Mexico, and has allowed me to create a menu at the Bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The Bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at the Bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street, just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures. And I look forward to you being my next guest. Okay, here we go back at the Modern Eater Show. But right now, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. I'll tell you what, Jeff Rourke, you guys, he's um, out of town right now doing an installation in San I was going to say, is he out of town by chance doing a uh, craft beer installation in, in, in a city around uh, the world? He's just the most trusted man in the business. And when it comes to installing tap lines and doing maintenance, 
uh, 20 years in the business. He's a family man. Again, hyper-local. That's what it's all about. If you have this need, and I'll, I'll tell you what, a lot of you bars and restaurants do, and some of you breweries, you're getting some miles on them. You need a little tune-up. Get an A-plus on your report card. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke in A-plus Beverage Solutions. A lot of times your temperatures are wrong. Um, you're pouring a lot of foam. And it's just a big waste because if you're pouring inefficient beer, guys, what are you doing? You're pouring, pouring your, your money, money down, down the, the drain. drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. Just get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809. Jeff Rourke, A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809. Justin Brunson, Old Major, you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. There's a voice of uh, a chef that may or may not be involved in the uh, Farmer at the Table uh, summer series of dinners. So. We're working on it. I am. We're we working are. on it. But, you chef, know, speaking of... Oh, sorry to jump no, in No, I was going to say, uh, chefs are uh, some of the hardest working people on the planet, but they're also some of the, the, the slipperiest as far as tra- holding them down and, you know, and, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's to the hard work, but you have to wrangle them. You have to wrangle them. They have to pick and choose their spots wisely. Yeah. Except for this chef, JP, he can't get enough yeah. of us. So you Greg know. Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, uh, Emily Fletcher, the food editor for TheModernEater.com. And uh, J.P. Krause, Chef J.P. Krause, executive chef at Children's Hospital. And uh, we're just the a vegan stud, yeah. if he, you, you know, the I mean. vegan stud. <laughs> yeah. One of the benefits of working at a hospital is I get Saturday nights off. So while other chefs are slaving away, I get to enjoy the, the dinner. Yeah. But you, get, you have enough work during the week. I have a lot of work. It's okay. I take care of a lot of people. But you got to think it's a benefit for taking care of all those kids, right? I mean, he he does such wonderful things. The least that they could do for him is give him a Saturday night off to spend with, because he has a wife and a beautiful child as well. Yep, two two kids. Two and, kids. Uh, yeah. Got to take care of my my wife tomorrow and my mother and both my grandmas are still alive. So That's what, hey, lots listen, of people to visit yeah, tomorrow. Let's take a second. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, what a thankless job. And my mom in particular, she had to raise me, had to deal with me. Oh, my gosh. I feel so bad I for think your I, yeah, I, I think I burnt three garages down, literally, <laughs> like no joke. And um, I took every cat and dog in the neighborhood. I'd bring them home. You know, can I keep them? <laughs> Didn't matter if they I, were the neighbors or not. I was but, crazy. Side note, I was the best child a mother could ask for. All jokes aside, low maintenance. Like, I wasn't yeah. popular. I didn't have anything going. I didn't like drugs. I, I wasn't even smart enough. to. She had to go to a smelling a spelling bee. So it's like I was just non-existent. She, she was, her job was easy with me. That's right. The, I mean, I, I'm that being, is really surprising, I'm, I'm re- actually, Jay, I'm really because being serious. Like, now, like, the roles have totally turned with you and I. J.P. Krause, guys. <laughs> J.P. Krause here. It's his time. It's his time. Really. So we mentioned the farmer at the table, and um, you know, a portion of the proceeds are going to benefit uh, the apprenticeship program for uh, the Colorado Chefs Association. Do you mind talking about that just for a minute? Yeah. So the uh, the apprenticeship program is a two year program that uh, usually about twenty twenty five people uh, each year get it partake in, and we we do pick wisely, and uh, you know, we we sift through them. Um, but they're hands-on experiences for these apprentices. So uh, when they leave the two years, they have worked in a real kitchen, some of the best So are they kitchens. coming from culinary schools? Uh, usually they're coming either from high school or some people are really? in the business. Okay. Um, but really, it's more of a hands-on experience for two years where instead of going to school and, and paying a bunch of money, you're working, you're going to school one night a week, uh, you have a bunch of homework, but you really team up with a mentor 
in one of the best restaurants or locations around town. And the hands-on experience allows you to really get ahead of the game because you do have the years of experience. Mm-hmm. Do you have an example that you can throw out there of maybe a restaurant and a chef that went through the yeah, program? Um, well, let's look at Brandon Durio, right? Brandon Durio is a good friend of ours, a chef at Cherry Creek Schools. Mm-hmm. He uh, went through the apprenticeship program a few years ago. Uh, I believe he was with Jason Morse for a while too when he was doing the apprenticeship program. But um, now look now look at him. He's the executive chef of Cherry Creek Schools. He's got a lot of contacts in the state. He does. Um, he's a well-respected member of our of our group. Yeah, we've had him on the show yeah. and a, a super nice guy, yeah. just yeah. coincidentally. Great success story. How mm-hmm. many apprentices uh, in any given time? Are there any apprentices right now? Uh, yeah, so looks like we're going to have about maybe 15, maybe a little bit more graduates uh, coming up uh, around August. Um, and then we're also starting to look for a first year. So uh, they should be coming in and then starting after the summer and get the first years underway. Yeah. JP, Brian Freeman here. One of the questions that I've I've wanted to ask you this before, and I, I want to do it now on the radio so everyone can hear the answer, is do, does the ACF have chefs that are looking for jobs? Do you guys have a talent pool that you could be helping out other restaurants, other organizations around town? That's a good question, Brian, because we go out all the time and we just connecting the dots. You know, networking is so big, but just a pool of people that may want some leads. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'd be curious if, if there's any connection that we could help you with and all these up-and-coming chefs because we have people, you know, we know restaurant owners, quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. And even right now, I, I can tell you two or three that have said to me, hey, Brian. Good help uh, is hard to find. Yeah, good help is hard to find. And I'm, I might be looking to fill certain positions. I mean, I know that I had met with a chef that actually through through a connection that you had, had introduced me to. And that chef said, hey, just keep your eye out. And, and so I've been giving her some introductions just because I think, you know, she's someone who has some talent. And how do we share that? Yeah, even Linda, the bindery. Is- yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, first thing I'd say, if they could be a sponsor house, right, mm-hmm. for an apprentice, it, it is a two-year commitment, but it is worth the time and the energy because you are training someone your style, your way. Um, but also, you know, a lot of the chef meetings have culinary talent from all the schools, you know, the Rocky Mountain, for Escoffier, uh, Cook Street. There's so many schools that a lot of these students do come and you know, get to be a part of it, then it's a great way to find out who's really interested and who's donating their own personal time to educate themselves beyond the classroom. Gotcha. Right? You can always tell who's good by who's showing up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll put a plug in here. I know that you've written some great articles. One of them um, highlighting some of those that are in the apprenticeship program. I think it was Victoria. I love hearing those stories of the up and coming chefs, where they've come from, where they're going, because those are the rising stars. Right. You know, in five years, we'll be sitting here saying, I remember when. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of really young talent. Um, And the thing is, is, right, it takes guts to to show up. Mm -hmm. You know, anytime you compete, anytime you do a throwdown, anytime you're on the radio, it takes guts to show up. If you're here, that's half the battle. Right. If you're putting it in for a competition and you you kind of choke, I mean, it's going to happen, right? You're yeah. going to mess up, but mm-hmm. at least you're there. That's half the battle. Be willing to learn because yeah. you're going to learn from some great people. And with the, the backing of the ACF, the Colorado Chefs Association chapter, which I, I'd like to make that distinction. ACF is the national and yeah. the Colorado Chefs Association is the local chapter, which you guys, which is what I understand. highly supported yeah, in the and, country. Yeah. You know yeah. what they, the program that Joan, you know, because Joan Brewster, um, what an incredible woman. And she's done she's so much for the show so and so us. much for so many people. Yeah. 
I know. Um, she's just a really incredible woman. Here's a cool her. one. Um, maybe you can do, lead us into this. And uh, Emily's going to kind of take the reins in the next segment, in the in the kitchen segment, because um, one of the gals that just shines within the Colorado Chefs Association that I know you're so proud of. Why don't you do a, a, a quasi promo into the next segment, if you would? Well, so Emma, Emma, and Emma, check. Uh, you know, she's always willing to help out whenever we can, whether it be a dinner, whether it be a governor's mansion or the, the Capitol building, she's always willing to step up. And not only step up because she makes amazing food, but she's always willing to teach. You know, if you saw her Facebook last week, I think she did like a baking class for the chefs in her own kitchen, you know, even teaching the executive chef something new. So that really says wonders about her because she does take the time to teach those the skills that she's learned. And I know that she also takes time to learn from everyone else. And I think that that collaboration in the kitchen makes her a unique individual and a positive influence in the community. Chef Emma Nemechek up next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale. Taste lavender tripel and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hey, Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs 
with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? to the Modern Eater Show, the ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen, brought to you by Gluten-Free Things, a dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada. Okay, right back to the show, Full House here. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Emily Fletcher, and J.P. Krause. And we're just so happy to go to the VIP line where she deserves to be the VIP herself. Her name is Chef Emma Nemechek. How are you, Chef? Hi. Hello. Yes. Hey, there you are. Uh, are you? Oh, hi. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Greg. Yes. How How are you? Oh, hi. Good evening, everyone. Uh, good evening, Colorado, from the <laughs> Omni Interlaken Resort and Spa. Hi, everyone. This is Emma. Hi, Greg. Hello. Hey, how are you? It's good to Emily. hear your voice. Hey, hi, Emma. Hey. <laughs> so oh, uh, you know what uh, we, we we're in love with you we just love Aww. everything that you do and oh, you. you're such a special special talented person and Aww. um we really wanted to be able to highlight you on the modern eater.com and um, connect you with emily fletcher so without further ado let's kind of listen to what you gals have to say to each other right. uh Definitely. emily take it away Thanks, Greg. I mean, we had a lot to say to each other, and it'll all be compiled into the article. But tonight, there are a couple things that I want to highlight while we have you on the line, okay. Emma. Um, tonight, it's it's in the kitchen. You are um, you guys have a gala tonight, right? Four hundred, four hundred top. Yes, yes, we do. We actually have a, a big event uh, that's going on right now. So therefore, I couldn't be with you guys uh, down there in the studio. I wanted to, but I have to be here and uh, you know make sure. All of our desserts are put out fine. Well, we want you. Fine. We want you in the kitchen. In the in the kitchen, <laughs> yeah. when it it just seems to make sense. Tell us what what desserts are you serving up tonight to those lucky guests? So tonight, actually, uh, their theme uh, is the eighties, uh, like prom prom night. So um, we had created for them like the eighties, like neon pink, neon green, and uh, we put them on little mini cupcakes. And then we did like jello shots for them. And then we did Pac-Man um, uh, cookies. You know, those little Pac-Man, I don't know if you guys know, but like in the 80s, that was a big thing, I guess. So we did Pac-Man cookies for them. And so we just customized. And then we did uh, ding-dongs, like uh, homemade ding-dongs and stuff like that for them. So we did basically customize whatever it is that they wanted um, to be put out there. So, And we do customize everything our clients would like to do. So that's basically what we did for them. Very cool. Always, always creative. And like we spoke about yesterday, I mean, you are the executive pastry chef up at the Omni Interlochen Resort and Spa. Um, but uh -huh. really, the executive pastry chef position isn't found in that many places anymore. Um, but gosh, the creativity um, yeah. that you bring to people because of being in that position. Um, actually, you, you and I talked about it, but not a lot of we have so many hotels um, here in Denver, you know, north or south of Denver, and they don't actually have the position of, uh, you know, pastry chef. It's usually mostly like under, you know, the uh, executive chef, and then there is executive sous chef, and then the sous chef. 
um, you know, like the Brown Palace, uh, the Broadmoor, they have their own, you know, uh, pastry chef. Omni, obviously, uh, I am here. But like the other hotels, they don't. They usually have like pastry cooks or supervisors. And uh, what happens is that they will, you know, have them do, I guess, you know, repeat or kind of like do the recipes that they have and then they just give them to the cooks but for me to have your own pastry chef it takes you know like an ownership of the department and that's how you bring about you know you bump up your the bar in in your department I think not to say that having a supervisor or just a cook uh, in the kitchen uh, you know um, is not any better but you know I'm not sure why that is yeah. Well, I'm happy that you're bringing it to the Omni, raising the bar, or I I think I want to say raising the uh, rolling pin. How's that? A little more appropriate. So <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about some of your accolades, some of your passions. Um, okay. But before we move into that, one other fun thing that the Omni Interlochen has going for it is Vista 3. Can you tell us that? I mean, that kind of sounds yes. like a satellite that's going that- into space and it's not. Uh, Vista 3, can you tell us what that is and why that's such a cool thing? Okay, so we at the property we actually have over probably like a quarter million or even more bees, and so we have um, we have um, partnered with a company um, to where they would um, harvest the honey from our bees that are on the property, and we utilize the honey on every aspect. Uh, of uh, food in the kitchen like in pastry i use and we call the um honey uh, actually it's vista three um, because our uh hives are located uh, you know in one of our golf courses it's called vista number three hence the name vista three honey and so on in my department i use that for our signature amenity uh, we have the honey lavender uh, macaroons and so i use that and the savory side as well they use that for any type of you know they would we are actually um in talks of having our uh we we're having our own beer and infused with a uh, vista three honey so that's very exciting that's so, awesome you know yeah yeah talk about hyper local you get honey off of uh off of the the holes in your golf game. So real quick, one thing I definitely want to touch on before we go is you recently um, were the proud recipient of a legacy award from the LDEI, which I'm going to butcher, but it's the (laughs) Les Dames d'Escoffier Internationales. Uh, yeah, I don't know, guys. Congratulations, I did yeah. Emma. Congratulations. Congratulations. Hey, listen, Emma, as, as time gets a little short here and, and we've got you on the phone, there's we could spend so much time with you, but that's why we really did a long-form interview uh, that Emily Fletcher did on you guys, on you. Okay. And uh, that's, that's going to be out tomorrow. So yes. look forward to that. And we thank you so much for your time. And Definitely. we'll see you Monday at the yes. uh, Chefs Association meeting. Yeah, we will see you there. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Good night, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Good night, Emma. Good night. Good night, Emma. There she is. One of the best right there. All right, big hour up next. Uh, Carly Smith, the fairy gut mother, is going to come on. Mark Whistler from The Goods and Brian Hutchinson and uh, Jason Stengel, co-owners of Cannonball Creek Brewing, up next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. How about if I-
right to eat. It's time for the second course, hour number two of the Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, cool, cool. I like that new open for the second hour right here on the Modern Eater Show. Welcome to the show. This is the place where we talk about hyper-local food and drink. Uh, bring it to you every Saturday right here at 6 p.m. on 630 KHOW, Denver's talk station. Um, beer is in the house now, fellas. It is. And lady. Yep. And, and lady. Thank you. <laughs> fellas and lady. <laughs> Give uh, Emily although you're kind of like one there. of the guys there, Emily. Well, is it because of my short hair? Uh, no, no. <laughs> it's because the jokes between the commercial or uh, during the commercials Man. are uh, pretty fun. Happy Mother's Day! Yeah, that's right. Yes. Happy Mother's Day out there to all of you gals who um, just thankless job, really. Thankless. Come to the bindery. <laughs> Does being a dog mom count? Can I ask that? Sure. I'm a really good yeah. dog mom. Um, dog mom. What's your dog's name? So we have two: Macy and Lucy. Macy and Lucy. Macy and Lucy. All right. I'll have to have a talk with them to see if you're a good mom. If Yeah. Are you a good mom there, Emily? Miss Emily? You're out on a Saturday night. Well, my, you're not at home yeah, uh, my taking babies, care of the babies. My babies are at home in a cage, so maybe that's actually the <laughs> definition of an awful mom. Oh, no, 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 no. Sometimes you have to You have to do that. You have I, to trust Hey, me. Well, listen, all I'm going to say is for 10 seconds for the dog thing, it's like I love dogs as much as the next person. I really do. But sometimes it's just like enough about your dogs, people. We just we know that you have dogs. I don't need to see your dog every day. Like I know what people's dogs look. I could recognize dog people's dogs out of a dog lineup before the person that owns the dog. Jay, the is there anything? Yeah, he, is there about, anything man. pent up in there, Jay? I'm just wondering. Um, do you ever talk to a doctor? Um, damn, <laughs> ladies, he's single. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't need to yeah. tell anyone that. That's right. You don't. <laughs> and if you have a dog, it's a bonus. Yeah. You don't have any pets, do you? <laughs> Waiting on the VIP oh. line, she is the fairy gut mother. Her name is Carly Smith, and she's our spirit guide as we go along this long journey. And I don't know how long it is, but uh, we're trying to find out gut health. And welcome back to the show, Miss Carly. How are you? Yes. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no doubt. Um, lots going on right now. You have us going through a gut co- protocol. I did send my, um, my kit in. Okay, so yeah, t- tell him the same same joke there. Hi, Carly. This is Brian, and uh, Hi, Brian. I'm feeling like a big flake. Uh, Carly and I have, have supposed to have been on the phone several times this week, and I've I have been no the biggest flake. But she did get my test. I think I did my test before you, and Carly gave me some interesting results. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and, well, well, Brian messaged me and said, "Let me know. Sent my set my test and let me know if I'm pregnant." So. <laughs> he definitely is. He definitely. And then I replied, "Yes." With three burritos, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so as you, uh, we follow the journey of myself, Jay, and Brian, and our gut protocols to try and achieve gut health. It all, it really does um, begin and end in your gut, having good gut health. But what, just quickly as, as we begin, we've got a lot of stuff to cover, but as we begin, could you talk about what that is, gut health? You bet. So the way I look at gut health is kind of this two-part process. It's healing and sealing the gut lining and then making sure that you have a healthy balance of bacteria and fungi, uh, which is also you know more commonly referred to as your microbiome. So you kind of want a nice balance of the bacteria and fungi and a healed and sealed gut lining. 
Oh, that's cool. So as um, also a writer on themoderneater.com, the latest and greatest that you put up there, I think this is just great reading. And (laughs) I'll tell you what. So um, did you make this meme, by the way? Yes. You did? (laughs) Yes, I did. It's really cool. Um, Bone broth is the new Windex. Why you should be adding broth into everything. Explain. So if you've ever seen the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding, you know that the dad puts Windex on everything and he's convinced that it's the cure-all and I joke that bone broth is the new Windex uh, because I truly believe in its amazing healing benefits and if when people ask me what's the one thing that I can do to help support gut health I tell them bone broth um, because it's uh, great for inflammation it helps heal and seal that gut lining it helps your joints Uh, it's got all of the cartilage and connective tissue and collagen Um, it's great for Uh, your hair, your skin, uh, hydration, detoxification. I mean, the list goes on for the amazing benefits that bone broth can bring. So I I definitely can't say enough great things about it. Well, talk about this article and some of the things that you highlight in there, just to give a little tease to the folks that want to go to themoderneater.com and read the rest of this material. Sure. So I think the most common question I get asked is how to make bone broth. And Um, You know, or a lot of people refer to it as a meat stock as well. Um, And I think um, I've in the article, I've touched on a few of my biggest takeaways and pointers. Um, You know, primarily, if this is your first time, you know, making a broth, I always recommend starting with a meat stock, which to me is just, you know, a large roast or a whole chicken in your slow cooker with some veggies. Um, And then transition towards more of a bone broth using the knuckle bones and the marrow bones um, and all that stuff. Because uh, what happens is sometimes if you have a compromised gut, so if you have an autoimmune condition or leaky gut um, and you have a straight potent bone broth, it can also, it can actually have adverse reactions, um, and that's due to the high levels of the glutamic acid. So what you want to do is kind of transition your way towards a bone broth and, and start with a meat stock. And that's one of the points that I make in the article. Um, but I also highlight a few of just the tips that I've learned along the way, um, you know, maybe like leaving the onion skins on when you put those in your broth, because that um, can make it really nice and flavorful. Um, but also, too, sourcing the bones. You know, we talk about hyperlocal all the time and really making sure that you're sourcing your bones from humanely raised animals, no hormones or antibiotics, um, because that's really important as towards the quality and the end result of the broth as well. Well, that's Listen, so someone like me, and I listen to these things, and I go, boy, I can benefit from this because I know I have an overactive immune system, uh, autoimmune disorder, because um, when it flares up, I have alopecia areitis. So just this sure. mysterious patch of hair will leave my body. It could be on top of my head. It could be on my arm. It could be on my leg. But I know when it flares up, and this type of protocol can help me, right? Absolutely. You know, a lot of autoimmune comes from, uh, obviously, dysfunction of the gut and in, in primarily leaky gut. When the gut lining becomes permeable, permeable, allowing toxins to seep into the system. So kind of like what I mentioned before, you really want to make sure that you're healing and sealing the gut lining. And that bone broth contains all of the nutrients that are going to help to rebuild the lining as well as reduce the inflammation. You have your work cut out for you with me. That's for sure, Emily. <laughs> 
Yeah. And Carly, it's Emily here. I have a question for you. So um, I do make my own broth. You know, I have half a cow, half of a pig for this year. So we're going to have a whole lot of bones, including things like the knuckle bones, et cetera. Um, But I have always canned my broth. I grew up preserving and canning. I talked about this earlier. So I always can my broth. Will that offset the health benefits? Of not broth. Or just the integrity, no. right? The yeah. Integrity of yeah. The, yeah. Tell me about that. No, not at all. I mean, that's a great way to preserve your broth. Um, that's probably the you know going to be your longest lasting broth. Um, and then that's a fantastic way to preserve. Um, I also tell people uh, if, if they you know, don't can or they don't know how, um, you can always freeze it in your freezer. Sometimes I tell people just putting it in little ice cube trays and then that way you can kind of pop out a couple ice cubes when you want a uh, broth or if you use it in your cooking. But canning is a fantastic way to help preserve your broth. Absolutely. I've got a question. We have uh, Chef J.P. Krause who's in studio with us here yeah. right now. Chef's a vegan. He, he can't be helped, can he? Well, that's not necessarily true. I mean, um, you know, you can always get um, plant sources of the, of uh nutrients that are helpful and also rebuilding the gut lining. So uh, the main nutrient that comes to mind for me is L-glutamine, which uh, is a big, uh, uh, one of the main ingredients in bone broth, but you can also find it from a plant source. Um, So there are alternatives out there that you can use to help rebuild the gut in, in replacement of bone broth. Yep. Carly, oh, sorry. JP. No, I was going to say that, you know, even if you don't make your own broth or stock, right, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good ethnic foods. And as long as you source where you're going, there's a lot of really good ethnic cuisines that use a lot of broth, whether it be pho, ramen, you name it, a lot of bowls. And, you know, vegan, you can do mushroom, whatever, but you can also do these great meat broths. As long as you source your restaurants who they get their stuff, they have a lot of really great options for people who don't cook at home as well. Right, absolutely. And, and just making a veggie stock, um, you know, you might not get the collagen and, and, and the cartilage and, and that, but you'll get a lot of nutrients that are also going to be helpful in kind of rebuilding um, some of the levels that probably have been depleted because a big part of gut health is, is fiber and getting that prebiotic fiber into the body as well um, because that's essential for the good bacteria to thrive. So, you know, even a veggie stock can be helpful as well. Carly, uh, Brian Freeman here. Um, I wanted to ask more on that L-glutamine. We Before the show, we had a guest in, in, and she was saying that she actually takes a scoopful of L-glutamine every day and was saying that that's a big, big piece of her gut health. Um, and it, I, I was reading about it. It's funny that you brought it up. Um, you, you would say that that's a great substitute for vegetarians and vegans? Yes, absolutely. And, and actually, in your protocol, um, I have in there for you to take L-glutamine supplements um, in addition to some of the food as medicine approach and and doing the broths. Um, But I usually always bring in an L-glutamine. I think it's a really great thing that you can have in a capsule or a powder form. So it's super easy to incorporate because you can throw it in your oatmeal. You can put it in a smoothie. You can put it in a soup. It's very neutral in flavor. Um, So I I think that's one of those things. I mean, athletes take it uh, to help uh, for their recovery time. It's great for your muscles um, and in your joints. So there's a lot of health benefits to taking L-glutamine. Well, and Carly, she said that it's very inexpensive. So that'd be a great question. Uh, Greg's given me a time, but do we... 
do you have a second just to say, can you get on this regime inexpensively and regiment change? Regiment or yeah, regime? Yeah, re- regiment, regime. You <laughs> he, know. Was, he was correcting We're, me realtor a minute yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, thank you. Well, it, it is the Carly regime that is going to take right. over my gut, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. And, you know, even if um, there's there's always ways to work around things um, and, and be conscientious of the price as well. So there are uh, supplements out there that that aren't very pricey that, you know, like L-glutamine, you can buy in pretty large forms. And again, like I said, in a powder substance that you can just kind of put into anything um, really works well. Um, and, and I think, though, you know, to look at it, though, as um, you really as an investment in yourself, though. So at the end of the day, you might be buying you know, some supplements or, or better quality foods or, um, you know, feeding your body, but really it's an investment in yourself and, and it's worth it. So if you do have to pay up for, you know, better quality, uh, you're going to feel better at the end of the day. And that's going to overall equate to, you know, lower health costs over time. Here, here, no doubt. That's why she's the fairy gut mother. You can hook people up too with supplements, can't you, Carly? Yes. So uh, the biome, the uh, probiotic and the prebiotic, uh, You, if you use Carly 20, I believe, and that you get 20% off your order, um, that's the um, the supplements that I always recommend. It's, they're an awesome probiotic. What website? Um, it's, uh, it's B-I-O-H-M.com. And, um, they Carly the, 20, biome.com. Yeah. That's yep. great. Okay, so next week we're going to look forward. To, we're going to talk about fermentation, and yes. uh, I think that's a huge component to gut health. And um, as the weeks go on, we're going to cover different angles and different topics for overall gut health. And uh, none better than Miss Carly Smith, the fairy gut mother. Thank you so much, and look yes, forward to talking you to you next week. All right, thanks so much. There she is, Carly Smith. She's great. She's so smart. Yeah. Thank you, Carly. Fairygutmother.com, by the way, if you yeah. want to go and you can read up on that, or you can go to themoderneater.com mm-hmm. and uh, find her article, and uh, all the links are in that as well. I'm telling you, that's just a well, I mean, you should be paying for this article, is what I'm saying to you. It's got a lot of good stuff in there. Good recipes, too. Yep, good recipes as well. Okay, um, Mark Whistler from The Goods is going to come up next. We will be doing um, a party there on Wednesday. Uh, it's our anniversary party. And congratulations to all of us here. Three years. Uh, Happy the, anniversary. Three years. Modern Eater Show. I know. And uh, growing and growing leaps and bounds uh, each and every every uh, year. So we mm. appreciate everybody that supports us and our sponsors. And uh, I would really encourage you to go to themoderneater.com. Click on the sponsors. And if you enjoy this program, please support each and every one of them. Um, okay, let's take a quick turnaround. And then, again, on deck, I think we're going to spend a little more time with these uh, fellas than we initially thought we would. Um, but I think we'll spend about, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes with Brian Hutchinson and Jason Stengel, co-owners of Cannonball Creek Brewing Company. We love um, having breweries that we haven't had an opportunity to meet yet. And that's right. That's what we'll be doing with those guys. So uh, up next, Mark Whistler, The Goods. That's right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. themoderneater.com. It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to the Bindery, Eatery, Market, and Bakery. 
Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampton Fox, owner of The Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland, France, Italy, and Mexico, and has allowed me to create a menu at The Bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The Bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at The Bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street, just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures, and I look forward to you being my next guest. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f***'s wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. I love that guy, Charlie Gottenkenny. Jay, he's a... He's a uh, he's a class act. He's fun to be around, yeah. and he's knowledgeable to the point of you know d- yeah. don't ask the question if you don't want the answer because he's going to break it down by molecule. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, brewer yes. at Brews Beers, and also a writer on the ModernEater.com. Speaking of that, the gentleman that we have on the line here, I have so much respect for this guy. Uh, he's just fighting the good fight every single day. His name's Mark Whistler, and he owns the Goods Restaurant attached to the Tattered Cover Building on Colfax. Uh, it's my local hangout, and it should be yours, too. Mark, how are you, sir? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, we're, we're, a little, we're a little crazy right now. but Are you rocking I'm and rolling? Good. Yep. I like no, it. Get on the line right now. Cool, yeah. Um, me, Greg, Jay's here, Brian's here, uh, Emily Fletcher's here as well, and Emily had a chance to catch up with you and write an article about you. Yeah, she's she's amazing. She uh, was a pretty pretty awesome article. Too too flattering. No, not at all. Mark, you're gearing up for a Mother's Day, right? What can people look forward to, and and is there still time to get reservations at the Goods? Yeah, uh, to- so we we actually are completely booked from about uh, 10 a.m. when we open until uh, about one. And then we're, we're, um, our brunch runs from um, all the way till 3-ish, 4. And I think a little bit uh, later in the early afternoon, there's still some availability. And then I think in the evening, we're, we're still we're pretty busy. Though. There are still reservations available. Well, but and one thing about the good. the morning, we're, we're totally booked. Tell them, uh, Mark, about the goods. You've got a kid-friendly, that kid room. I'll tell you, any mom with kids, 
Great place because mom That's gets a, a second. Point, Brian. You know? Yeah, that kids' room is going to be popping tomorrow. Yeah, I think you're right. I actually didn't even think about that, but that might be the the most happening place in town. I think I think it might be. And then um, listen, the the best burger on earth as well. I don't think that's on your brunch menu, but uh, if you want to, you know, it is. It, it is. Oh, cool! Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can do that. I was going to say, um, for all you moms that you know, you spent the day with your family and you just want to get away on a Sunday night and go get a burger. Um, the goods got you covered too. Can I make one more plug for brunch tomorrow? You guys have what your bottomless interchangeable mimosa and bloody marys. Sometimes the mama's and got a drink and we, uh, interchangeable. You don't have to commit. Listen, he's yelling it out. Yeah, hands. Give me some hands, please. Hey, here's the other thing. You know what's <laughs> order there. You know what's delicious at the goods is the uh, edamame. Come Ed- on, Jay. Edamame. 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 Delicious. It's delicious, though. It's charred. Oh. Oh. And, and are, 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 do our listeners know what edamame is, Jay? Why don't you tell them? It's uh, beans. Well, what kind of beans? Green there, beans. Uh, maybe not green. They are green in color. So sure. are you saying they're not green beans? Well, I've edamame seen them. Is... Back to Mark Whistler. You guys, Mark, I've seen while, them, Greg. They're green while, beans. While we have you on the line here, Mark, you're doing a lot of cool, creative stuff too in the evenings. Um, I find, like I say, you know, the goods is my neighborhood place, and you've got comedy going on now. We do have comedy. Yeah, we we just recently started a uh, Monday night comedy set, and then uh, or say open mic night, and then also a Wednesday night open mic night. Um, and we, we think we're going to add one more. But did you guys, Jay and Greg, did you tell your listeners that no. you guys both did a set of comedy at our open mic night? Yeah. Um, it's comedy with these boys all the time, Mark. Uh, I hang out with these guys, and I'll tell you, it is open mic night every night. Right. You should be in the car. It yeah. is. Uh, it's still it, it hilarious. It is. A, actually hilarious. It is adult uh, forward comedy. Uh, at least mine was. Uh, <laughs> Jay's was too. But I don't know what a unique opportunity that you know Jay and myself we got up and did some comedy there, and it's just a fun time. And and the way the goods is laid out, um, it's a, it's a kind of a long a long restaurant with a and you take with, with a sprawling yeah. bar and kind of one room that's towards the front that's great for these types of events, comedy or the shows that you have there. But then you have a dining room and that kid's room as well, back by the kitchen, and you just get the smell of that wood-fired oven when you go in there. And you feel right at home. And now that patio, which I think is just so cool that it's uh, kind of it's east-facing, so you're going to get some of the afternoon sun and it, part of it's covered. But that patio opens up a whole new element for you, doesn't it, Mark? Yeah, it sure does. We're, uh, we're pretty excited about it. We might make some changes to the patio structurally, but um, it's only going to get cooler than it already is now. And uh, I think it's going to be a pretty pretty awesome place. As the summer goes on, we're going to install some misters to keep it nice and misty. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's, a, you know, it's really a great patio for brunch, especially because it has the early morning sun, but you know it's got a lot of shade kind of towards the afternoon. Yeah. Very nice. Summer started. I'm afraid of change. I don't want. Don't go changing on me. But one of the changes they made there, Mark, I saw that last week was you. You put a bunch of new art up around the yeah. around the restaurant, and it's it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Are, are are these just local artists that you're having highlight their their stuff, and you can buy it as well? 
Yeah, well, so we actually have two things art-wise. We really just care about our community, and, you know, kind of our, our tagline is really great food and connecting community. So this restaurant is a platform for us to um, connect all of the people around us, all of the neighborhoods, all of the communities, and bring everybody together, um, with obviously, out any type of uh, uh, any type of bias, and, and, and that really kind of enforces what we are as a sworn in the restaurant. All that being said, yes, we, so we have the East High School Student Gallery up front, and then um, actually in our main dining room, we just had a large uh, community art show hosted by a girl named Kate Strapovin, who is a brilliant artist. Um, and, it, yeah, it was really, really amazing to see how, how well the community received it. That new art that you have up there, right there above the bar, I think Jay and I sat there and just uh, pondered our lives for about 10 or 15 yeah. minutes looking at that piece. It's, it's really it's cool. It's a painting of a young uh, young gal, and there's some butterflies going on, but it, it really does. Po- it's like, uh, let me eat this best cheeseburger in the world and try to solve life's problems as I stare at this thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the atmosphere. It's, it's, all, it's awesome. It's truly unique. You will find uh, all walks of life. It's the goods it's uh, so much fun to be there and the man that makes it all happen just the the um you know backbone of the whole thing it's uh, mark whistler and we appreciate you so much mark really yeah, i appreciate you guys really quickly uh, i really do appreciate you guys so much really quickly when are you guys going to do another set of comedy i think wednesday night for our anniversary party nice all right I'm super excited if you don't mind give us a yeah. microphone and and no problem we're we're, we're there <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Okay, Mark. Thanks so thanks, much, thanks. man. Thank you guys okay, for everything. There you go. Mark Whistler. Uh, he sounds good. Heck of a guy. Yeah. He's Heck of a great. guy. Yeah, if you guys haven't had the chance to read the article about him and his story, mm-hmm. um, themoderneater.com went up a couple weeks ago, but such an interesting dude doing incredible things. Again, somebody who goes beyond the food and really into the community. And on a real note, um, it, we talk about how tough it is all the time to own a restaurant, to run a restaurant, to pay the bills, to look at your margins. Um, anybody else, I think, would have been done a long time ago with the goods. It's he's in a he's in a tough spot. There have been a couple there was a couple people there before him and um it is a it is a tough spot. I I would never I, I think never the location's understood. fantastic. I, I do too. That's why I was just about to say I never understood why it is a yeah. tough spot. But I've seen and he's some incredible right chefs not make it there, and he's been able to pull that ship together. And yeah. so, I mean, that's, boy, that was that's real huge. close. <laughs> yeah, pull that ship together. Yeah, yep. pull right. that ship. Um, great place though. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it it's really a great is. place. And the restaurant business is, I mean, it, it's miserable a lot of the times it's miserable. So to, to go in there and do what he does every single day, it, I mean, it says a lot about his character and you can hear it in his voice when he talks about the community and putting the art up and doing mm-hmm. all these extra bells and whistles that he doesn't need to do. He does it because he cares about his community and the people That's living right. in it. Well, I'm Jay. Oh, sorry, Greg, no. but I wanted to touch on sure. another place that does that, that we all visited this week was a Bruchy's, mm-hmm. um, a Bruchy's Italian over there off of Youngsfield. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's a, that they're, so I think like any restaurant, they're trying to do something different. They pull their tips. You don't have to tip anyone. You don't feel the pressure of that. And the employees also participate in in a in a profit sharing every month. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. We saw the spread that they did for all the employees for Mother's Day mm-hmm. because they all are going to have to work, and they all they gave them a bunch of gifts and stuff. You know, Abruzzi's is a great place. They serve our rocker spirits that mm-hmm. we work with Dustin mm-hmm. over at Rockers. They do a, a new hoppy cider, and they they've got a skinny cider for the 
ladies that they just tapped yesterday. And they have a wood fired oven as well. Yeah, and a Belushi's great, great and, food. And here I have to mention this too. Um, you think Italian restaurant and gluten-free, but they have gluten-free offerings with John Irvin and gluten-free things, and you can go get John Irvin's uh, just award-winning, delicious bread at um, – Abrushis, and they sell a ton of it. And the reason they do is because it's delicious. And for you gluten-free folks, um, to, you, that might be a good option for I you. Used, I used John's uh, loaf, just his regular loaf bread. Mm-hmm. I use that as my dessert alternative to uh, when I, I was addicted to ice cream for a while. And now, so I'll cut his bread up and toast it, and I put a little uh, organic peanut butter and some uh, some of the uh, Colorado hemp honey mm-hmm. on that. Ooh, that sounds, Man. Oh, that sounds great. That's Get like that's here. like my sweets fix right there. And there's a lot. There's actually like some good stuff in it for you. All right, it's beer thirty five. That's right, right here on yeah. six thirty KHOW. Uh, let's take a break. Come back. We're just meeting these guys right here, and they've patiently sat aside. It's kind of, you know, because we've had a lot of phone interviews yes, tonight. Yes, they can't hear So it. it's all in the headsets. Yeah, and so yeah. in the studio, it's just like, you know, they're hearing one-sided conversations. But they've been so patient. I heard I heard Brian, he, he nudged Jason, and he said, uh, do you think they're really talking to anybody right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's, what he That's what he said. Well, but I, I'll tell you, the good thing that they've been here this whole uh, half an hour while they're waiting is, is that I've got to try the Trump and and now I've moved on to the solid gold Belgian gold. Ah, you're getting way ahead of it. Just, Let's uh, taste yeah. them on the air with these uh, Come on. guys. Yeah. Uh, Emily, thank you so much. Uh, you'll, you know, you, you don't uh, got to go home. Just got to leave. You just got to get yeah, off the yeah, chair. You just got to get off the chair. <laughs> but, you know, we know her husband, Paul's probably waiting for her, but we're going to keep her here yeah. as long as we can. We and, love Emily and in then, the studio. Emily, I, we're on remote next week at Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. I think that's a great opportunity for us to spend a segment with you to talk about the craft beer summer school that you're going through right now. I am learning so much, guys. Yeah. Are you going to come next week to uh, Intrepid Sojourner? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was that or the whiskey extravaganza, but... You yeah. know, oh my gosh! And you chose beer over whiskey. She's such there, a busy Emily. gal. I, I love Emily, the guys at Intrepid. Emily, so Emily. Oh, none better yeah. than Emily ben. Fletcher. Yeah. She's our food editor for themoderneater.com. She keeps it all going and making sure we look all nice and tidy and neat and just um, making us look our best, which is so cool. President J.P. Krauss, Colorado Chefs Association, my man. Looking forward to uh, Monday, the big uh, monthly meeting. Big monthly meeting, board meeting, all that nine yards. Blue moon. Blue moon. The 14th, 6 o'clock. Sing it, Jay. Come to no. the bindery. <laughs> Blue moon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nah. Right, right. Come on. We're, nah, we're come hurting on, everyone's ears. Here, here let me That's talk food talk. one more second before we switch to beer. Go. I'm going to give a couple shout-outs. We've got uh, Caleb Phillips at The yes, Village made us for the sandwich. killer sandwich for dinner tonight. He's an incredible chef at The Village Cork. We've got tonight going on down at the Mercury Cafe downtown. If you're a vegan and you care about this, there is the vegan prom going on at the Mercury Cafe 25th in California, and tomorrow you can still enjoy one more day of the food truck carnival at 120th and I-25. Our friends Charlie from Brews Beers is there pouring beer, and uh, that should be a great thing. There's also a brew battle going on. I, I don't think you want to tell that all vegans are in one place in case someone wants to take that out or something. <laughs> oh, come no, on. No. We have JP here. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Exactly. JP's here. It's not well, all it's of Well, it's sponsored by Nooch Market, and that place exactly. is legit. So. Vanessa is one of the most incredible uh, people. Yes, the vegan prom tonight. I, I love by you guys, Nooch. the yep. vegan thing, man, but I'm telling you, just take the politics out of the vegan thing. 80-20. I'm 80-20. All I ask. I'm going to call JP the vegan security. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. JP, thanks. See you Monday, man. No. 
Thank you. There See ya. J.P. Krause. All right, we'll be right back. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Soup's on. If you're hyper-local and you like food, Eat it click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video, too. TheModerneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's Gluten-Free Things. All right, back to the Modern Eater Show in just a moment. But right now, let's talk about Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff Rourke, A-Plus Beverage Solutions, he's installing tap systems. He's doing maintenance. He's uh, customizing uh, the taps of your dreams. Uh, he's really one of the most trusted men in the, in the business. 20 years he's been doing it. And uh, he works with the owners and managers to make your tap dreams reality. Uh, so many times you, you go into a restaurant or a bar or a brewery, and the, board, the, the beer's not being poured correctly. It's just there's foam and the temperature's wrong. And he can, he can change all of these things for you because pouring inefficient beer, gentlemen, what are you doing? You're pouring your money down the drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Get an A-Plus on your report card by calling Jeff at 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Justin Brunson, Old Major, you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Okay, here we go. Uh, Starting up a a little bit early with these gentlemen, but we really wanted to. So we'll spend about three to five minutes 
um, just talking about uh, their brewery, where it's at, the tap room. And then in the booth in the news segment at 745, we'll jump back into it and taste some of their award-winning beers. Uh, the gentleman that I'm referring to, Brian Hutchinson and Jason Stengel, co-owners of Cannonball Creek Brewing Company. Guys, welcome to the show. And when you speak, just uh, say, hey, this is Jason or hey, this is Brian. This is Brian. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is Jason. We appreciate being here. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, we love beer. <laughs> I got to tell you that. We right. do, too. You kind of have to. Um, first of all, Cannonball Creek Brewing Company. Talk about the the brewery. Well, I mean, we just recently in January, we celebrated five years that we've been open. Congratulations. We're located in Golden, Colorado, beautiful Golden, Colorado. Yeah. We're on the north side of town, right where Highway 93 and Washington Avenue intersect. Oh, okay. I got that in my mind. Yep. Yep. Uh, we're, a, we're a tasting room with a brewery on site. Uh, we do we have food trucks we don't do our own food so we rotate through a lot of the local food trucks common model yep yeah we don't do very little distribution mm-hmm. uh you got to come up to golden to be able to get our product self-distribution i would yeah the little yeah. bit that we do yeah. yeah i know this guy who owns a liquor store and he's a friend of ours so we'll give him some beer for for us it's mostly it would be mostly uh craft beer bars falling rock oh cool back country gotcha. just depending Ten on four. different things um you guys have been t- I don't want to get into the beard quite yet. I want to um, kind of talk about the tap room itself, some of the things that you have going on, how many beers do you have on tap, uh, rotating taps, some of your signature beers, that kind of thing. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, we typically have between, I don't know, 8 and 12 beers on tap at any given point. Um, usually only four or five of those beers are core regular beers, uh, because of the fact that Jason mentioned that we don't do a whole lot of distribution. We don't really have to have those same beers on tap all the time. And we, as brewers, like experimenting constantly, uh, it keeps it fun for us. And I think, I think people enjoy that as well. So more often than not, you know, two thirds of the beers on tap may never have been on tap before, or have only been on tap five times in the last year or something like that. So a big part of what we do is, is just kind of brewing beers that are inspirational to us. So that makes the lineup change quite a bit. The name of the brewery. Yeah. Cannonball Creek is actually uh, one of the early names for Clear Creek that runs right through Golden. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I'm a local a, guy, and I didn't even know that. Most people don't. Uh, we didn't until we did our research yeah. for the name for the brewery. We oh, cool. kind of had some ideas and, and came across that. And even people that live in Golden often have no idea that that's the case. And wanted to go with the Clear I like Cannonball Creek. That's yeah, a, I like that. should have kept it, right? Name. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Bring it back. Bring back the Cannonball Creek, and the hats are cool, too. So you've got apparel as well. Definitely, yeah. We sell we sell some merch. I mean, most people are coming in for the beer. Yeah, I would imagine um, the beer is where it's at. You're doing the um, growler crowler thing. We do. We sell growlers, and actually, for about a year now, we've been doing these crawlers um, that you can get. Yeah. Generally, anything that we that we put on tap, we can sell. I love those. You can go in and get yourself some beers to go. The big thing I'd say, Brian Freeman here, Greg, they they have two right here tonight with us. Two gold medal. Great American Beer Festival uh, gold medal beers for us to try. 
What I do mean, you think? Should yeah. we take a break, come back and taste some beers, have them talk about them? I think it's time. I think it's time, too. Brian and Jason, co-owners of Cannonball Creek Brewing Company, will come back, taste some beers, and the booze in the news, all the booze news you can use, coming up next on the Modern Eater Soup Show. On. If you're hyper-local and you like food, Eat click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video, too. TheModerneater.com. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Do you have the goods? If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Do you love a great sandwich? How about wood oven roasted vegetables on multigrain bread with rosemary mayo and olives? Vegan and certified gluten-free. Or for the meat lover, try one of their most popular menu items. The Paleo Bowl, with house-smoked pork, wood-oven-roasted veggies, two sunny-side-up eggs, and Indonesian sambal sauce. It's delicious. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two happy hours daily, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They're family and children-friendly, and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant, offering a wide menu of gluten-free and vegan options. And they don't forget about meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com Hey Colorado chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. All right, yes, it is booze in the news. All the booze news you can use right here on the Modern Eater Show as uh, we continue with Brian Hutchinson and Jason Stengel, co-owners of Cannonball Creek Brewing Company in Golden, Colorado. Um, guys, let's just dig in and start talking about some of these beers that you have here. The first one um, that we're going to taste is Trump Hands. And this uh, talk about um, the awards that you've won for this. Sure, yeah. So Trump Hands is a session IPA, uh, meaning that it's a, a low alcohol IPA. Uh, it's still got all the hop flavor and aroma that you would expect in a regular IPA. However, typically when you're drinking IPA, you're drinking a six and a half to seven and a half, eight percent beer, uh, which can get pretty tough to do over the course of one or two beers even. Um, so the whole point behind session IPA is to give you something that's at a much lower alcohol volume that still has all that flavor. So that's the idea behind the style. Um, and we were lucky enough to get a gold medal for that uh, this year at World Beer Cup, as well as a gold medal at Great American Beer Festival, I think two years ago for that. 
That, uh, I mean, listen, uh, all jokes aside, yeah, fellas, that's uh, I mean, uh, now listen, if you walk out of GABF with a medal, period, you're happy. Right? That's absolutely if you, if, true. If you walk out of the World Beer Cup with a, any medal, you're, you're happy. So to be able to put on a th- uh, in your brewery that you yeah. got a gold at both, and for the yeah. same beer, that's, I mean, it doesn't get more legitimate than that. That's a horse you'd ride. Right I would there. say it's <laughs> huge, right? It's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, honestly, our attitude when we first opened and we first started entering competitions was we'll, we'd be happy like you said to come out of there with one bronze right. we would totally be happy and we've been and, fortunate and, to get quite a few you know so many breweries and it's kind of terrible that you know you hang your hat on medals and it's great to but we see a lot of very established breweries that go in and they just get their hearts broken because they really they believe you know of course you believe in your beers and and you you really believe this, you know, this should be there. This is the category. And a lot of those things are, too. Um, you know, when we talked to Julia Hertz from the Brewers Association, and Julia says, a lot of guys uh, guys and gals, they make the mistake of not entering right categories. Sure. <laughs> that, that, right. They're, that they're putting their beers in, in certain ca- categories that they autom- they're delicious beers, but they'll get eliminated right, right away just because you don't follow direction. So a- Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a competition, and you have a set of style guidelines, and if your beer does not meet those style guidelines, it's not going to advance, Yeah. no matter how good it is. So make sure you're so. putting your beer in the right categories. Trump hands. <laughs> uh, the name. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we, we made this beer uh, shortly after the uh, Republican primaries uh, prior to the— the general election and i believe it what was it ted cruz i guess that brought that up i think in that in that debate and uh we were just trying to think of a name for the beer it was the smallest beer we've ever made so we were trying to think of something that would represent that uh it was pretty topical at the time so that's what we went with that's great that is so good you guys i mean w- way to go and it is very sessionable it, this is a great for sure great drink right here uh let's move on what should we move on to next well, right now we got some uh, Felix de Stout here that's open. So if uh, I think you guys all have that. If not, I can pass this along. Felix the Stout. Yeah. Felix the Stout. Should, should we do the solid Felix gold? Felix Stout. Yeah, try. The, you yeah, know, if you've got stout. solid gold going over there, yeah, let's do that. Let's, I think some of us already drank ours. Sorry about that. Okay, so solid I got a little gold. ahead of the game. You, you you read the name and you go, boy, that's presumptuous. <laughs> uh, but it happened. A gold, well, gold medal. the truth is yeah. that we've been making this beer actually since we first opened, and it's named after a, a climbing route. Up Cannonball Creek yep. Canyon. Okay, there you so, go. All yeah. right. So, ironically enough, we ended up getting a gold for that beer as well. Well, that it now now it earns its name too on the yeah. other on the other spectrum of that. I like that. So, yeah, I mean it's it's one of our four original beers. When we opened, um, we were in dire straits to say the least financially, just due to a bunch of things that had happened mm-hmm. right before opening, and we anticipated opening with with a better selection, but we opened the doors with four beers, and this is one of them, and it's Describe been on ever since. This one. So, so Solid Gold is a kind of a traditional Belgian blonde ale, mm-hmm. um, and, and pretty much most of the flavor characteristics that you're getting out of this beer are yeast-derived. Yeah, I kind of okay. get a sour note off the top. Maybe a little bit of tartness, yeah, and then you definitely get like a little bit of clove, maybe some bubble gum, mm-hmm. and all that is, is kind of um, is, is coming from your Belgian yeast strain that we use. The grain bill is extremely simple. This beer is made with just Pilsner malt, mm-hmm. um, so one malt and uh, one hop and not a whole lot of hops. I am So all the flavor is coming from fermentation. I'll tell you what, um, just the, the nose on that is is great, and then you follow it up, and I am getting that clover. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. just you get that, I get that bright citrus nose. That I, I really like A little bit like of lemon it. zest. Yeah, for a 7.4 um, compared to the first Still one that was a 4.7. Yeah. 
this tastes like I mean this tastes like a light summer drinking beer. It still is very approachable. It's yeah. really and it's really one of the beers that we in the tasting room we kind of direct people to this if they come in looking for a, a light lager, mm-hmm. which we don't often have. We sometimes have lagers, but it's it's definitely one of the beers that people go to kind of introductory to craft beer as well it does well for wine drinkers too yeah it's easy it's it is easy you guys uh jay parker here you guys said you do play around with a lot of beers greg and i are constantly trying to coerce a a brewery into letting us name a beer so any chance that our relationship turns out no they're on a roll no 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 no, absolutely we hate naming beer (laughs) it's my least favorite thing in the world to do so if you want to name one you're more than welcome Uh, well listen let us know all this here's all this is is all i need for my super genius brain is a description of you know the 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 taste you're looking for and i'll have that sucker named in uh, five minutes pass that that stout room brian yeah um jay i would say you actually have to taste the beer to uh well listen give it a little bit smell it maybe Maybe that's okay. maybe that's why it would be perfect for a guy that's uh, and I don't want to say that I don't drink. I mean I I, you drink. I don't, but uh, right I don't now. plan I don't plan on it being Felix forever necessarily. Felix Stout. Felix the Stout. Yeah. So this is an American style stout. Um a pretty aggressive style just just by style guidelines. It's a um it's supposed to be heavily roasted, uh pretty significant hop character. Um, but still has kind of a dry finish to it as well, and hopefully a, a body that balances it out with like a nice middle mouthfeel, a little bit of caramel going on as well. Great mouthfeel to it. Yeah. Oh, the nose just makes you want to jump right into the beer. Yeah, you know? it, it's it's really roasty, but still highly drinkable. And highly drinkable is pretty much what we're trying to do all the time, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what we're brewing. I mean, at the end of the day, it is beer, and despite trends that may be going on that kind of come and go like we want to we want to serve you a beer that you want to keep drinking i like um, yeah i like your breath pause in the middle of, of that with the trends <laughs> uh, because you're, you're, i mean yeah. well you're right <laughs> even in i do remember the drinking days when it's like when you have a beer that sounds so and you drink it and you go I, that's not bad that's not off but i can't have more than one of those i, I just cannot drink more than one and and uh, i didn't like beers like that because if i enjoy it i want to have two well, it's I would say it's about the style too, and it's finding finding your right style. Um, because some people, this stout that I'm drinking right now, if chocolate, coffee, mm-hmm. I, I mean, there are some other smoky things that I could say about you know combining with mm-hmm. this stout that would just be incredible. I mean, this is I, I don't know. I think this stout tastes really really good, but I think it has this like I get this aroma of like a cup of coffee. It's perfect way I to really, finish a dinner. I know it. I mean this I would, almost want yeah. to put a scoop of ice cream in it. Oh yeah. Please do. <laughs> I mean I almost <laughs> want to do that. Uh gents, uh, you know, time always goes by so quick and we want to have you I think you're new friends of the show. Um come in here Definitely. early and often. But I do want you to give out the address and how people can find you <clears throat> online. Correct. Yeah. So it's three nine three North Washington Avenue. In Golden, uh, we're in the, again the north side of town. Uh, our website is cannonballcreekbrewing.com. Perfect. Um, you can find our food trucks on there. You can find what beers we have on yeah. tap on there. Yeah. Are you doing any kind of specialty nights? Maybe a trivia night or anything? Well, like you that? know, we actually have started doing Sunday night. We do game night and LP night. Oh, cool. So we've got a record player that we, and people can bring in LPs. Bring we we have a few that we've brought in. Um, you know, other than that. Open we, mic we do night. a few events. Cool. That's right. Open mic Thanks, night every guys. second Wednesday of the month. There they are, Cannonball Creek. Um, continued success, gents. 